0: Hi everyone and welcome to the 82nd episode of our SAP integration and extension talk. My name is Hannah Salamon. I'm the host of this podcast and I'm a senior product communication specialist for SAP business technology platform. The topic of this episode is SAP Graph. SAP Graph is the easy-to-use API of the intelligent enterprise. It provides an intuitive programming model that you can use to easily build new extensions and applications using SAP data. Are you excited to learn more? I definitely am. I'm happy to have Daniel Lu, head of SAP Graph, as my interview guest today. But before we start, let me give you a short recap of what's new. This month, April 2022, marks an important date and milestone in SAP's long-lasting history. Exactly 50 years ago, on April 1st in 1972, Dietmar Hopp, Hasso Plattner, Klaus Tschira, Hans-Werner Hector and Klaus Wellenreuter founded SAP. Today, more than 100,000 employees across 140 countries are supporting our customers and partners to become intelligent, sustainable enterprises. You want to know more about the whole SAP journey? Just watch the video and dive through 5 decades of innovation, partnership and purpose on our 50 years anniversary website mark your calendar for sap sapphire 2022 beginning on may 10th sap sapphire world tour is a series of nine newly designed in person and also virtual events scheduled across the globe it connects the community of sap customers peers partners, experts and employees worldwide through interactive event experiences. We will present our latest innovations in numerous roadmap and customer sessions, demos, workshops and more. You can of course expect a lot of great SAP Business Technology Platform content. Don't miss out the chance to connect with us from anywhere in the world and register now for the live or virtual events. Our virtual event allows you to join engaging discussions on the SAP vision and strategy and you can hear how our customers are approaching business challenges and amplifying potential opportunities with SAP solutions and of course especially with SAP business technology platform. The registration is now open so please check out the event page for more information. SAP process automation is now available on SAP BTP free tier. By combining SAP workflow management, robotic process automation and artificial intelligence services with an intuitive citizen developer experience, SAP process automation enables you to learn how workflows and processes can be automated easily with no coding expertise needed. Try out the new offering and transfer your results directly now from the free tier environment into the productive environment. And last but not least, the SAP Community topic of this month is Enterprise Artificial Intelligence. AI can help you and your company to save time and resources. Discover how organizations are using AI to solve complex business needs and become intelligent. The team has prepared a series of enablement activities throughout the whole month, so you can sharpen your AI knowledge and also share it with the SAP community. And as always, You can find all related links for each What's New topic in the podcast show notes. If you want to get all news in the future, please subscribe to our monthly SAP BTP product newsletter, check out the new items in the product roadmap and follow us on social media. But now it's time to kick off the SAP integration and extension talk. I'm glad to introduce my interview guest Daniel today. Hi, Daniel, and welcome to our podcast. It's really great to have you as my guest today with this exciting and new topic. Can you please introduce yourself and give us some insights about you and also your role at SAP?
1: Yeah, thank you, Hannah. I'm really excited to be here. Um, My name is Daniel Liu. I'm the head of SAP Graph, and uh, I'm overall responsible for this project. Uh, I've been with SAP for almost eight years, and uh, I must say that SAP Graph is probably one of the most exciting projects I've done in my entire career. So I'm really excited to come here and talk more about it. So a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up in China. I went to university in, in Peking and Hong Kong and um, has traveled quite a bit around the world for work uh, for you know over two decades. Most of my work is related to solving all kinds of problems related to data, You know, managing data, scaling data, integrating data, optimizing performance, and so on and so forth. Um, and I, I obviously, I could never get tired of uh, solving those problems. Um, currently, I live in Berlin together with my partner, um, and I like camping, going to the mountains and spend time alone with the nature. Um, and also, I think because of the COVID, I, I do pick up a little bit interest in caring for plants.
0: Thanks for giving us this interesting background information. Cool. Um, SAP has recently launched SAP Graph. Can you give us an introduction into what this solution is all about?
1: SAP Graph is actually all about connecting data and providing easy access to the data right? Why is this important? And so maybe a little bit background, So when I was working with customers and, you know, doing a lot of uh, data integration project, I realized whenever you want to say, I want access to the data, uh, it's always a struggle, right? And I always ask why this is a problem, right? So if you look at the modern organization today, you know, they've moved much beyond uh, monolithic centralized systems, and, and there's really not a system that provides data, there's a landscape of system providing it. You're talking about, you know, on premise and cloud services, you know, have different solutions with different line of businesses and possibly different deployments, in different regions. It's really quite a complex thing, right? Now, this is all good and probably, you know, correct, right? But if you think about as a user that need to access data, it becomes quite complicated, you know, because... You need to know, you know, what data you need and you are interested in, you actually need to know where to get the data. How do I get to uh, access those informations and so on? Because all these different systems, they are not uniform. You know, they have different interfaces, security requirements and different APIs. And they also have different models, right? So all these things means that developers, you know, now want to write application, he needs to have actually quite deep knowledge about the underlying system landscapes, and that's not really his job, right? So we we observe actually this is a fundamental problem is that there's no separation between how to manage the data and how to consume the data. So here, uh, there's a friction between, you know, these two sets of goals enterprise need to pursue. So the graph is really sitting here to address this problem. And the approach taken is actually called abstraction. You know? So we abstract the language that the system administrators talk. These are systems, landscapes and, and data sources and so on into something that a consumer appreciates. That's really just the data, right? And we present it in a natural way that you think about data, data are connected. So that's why we call a graph of data. And they can then now basically, very intuitively, express queries, navigate data, and get the things they needed, right? So with these, you know, a user in particular, um, they can really focus on what they want instead of how to get it, right? That that is basically one of the main things that the graph trying to address here.
0: Okay, great. That seems to be a real game changer and makes life easier, I think. And um, when was the launch of this innovative solution?
1: Yeah, um, we released our first public uh, release um, in Q4 last year. And it is available on the uh, SAP business technology platform. So every customer and partner that uh, have a BTP account, um, there's also, you know, a pay-as-you-go kind of uh, options you can sign up, can use SAP Graph under the BTP three-tier plan. Uh, Yes, it is free of charge, so you can really go out and try it.
0: Great. And can you explain the words graph and in this context also business data graph a bit more to people who are maybe not that familiar with the topic at this point?
1: Yeah. So if you think about business data, you know, you talk about customers, products, and sales orders, it's by nature, they are connected, right? For example, a sales order is issued to a customer. Uh, it may have many sales order items, and each item may reference a, a product. So they are really uh, connected in its nature. And the word graph is just to underline these richly connected nature of data. But traditional APIs we've seen from these individual systems, they expose these data as individual endpoints, right? You have an endpoint for getting product data, you have an endpoint to get sales order data or endpoint to get customer data. So this connectivity is really lost and it's not expressed anywhere. So, for example, if you want to sort of get the contact information, the customer of a sales order, in case you want to get in touch with the customer, you have to know you need to access two different you know, endpoints and then in your program, in your code, you have to basically resemble and piece this information together so that you say, oh, this is the customer for this customer order, right? So there's missing pieces in that representation that user need to actually have knowledge of. As a result, the code that you create in this manner is actually quite uh, fragile. That's not a native kind of a, a piece of information readily available in the metadata. So... The approach of the SAP Graph taking is actually making that data connection explicit, where we express the model, not only in terms of the, the data entities, but also express expressively the connectivity of the data in the model. Now, that result of it is basically a graph of a, a business data, and that's what we call as business data graph. So. With that, you can express queries. So, for example, to get the customer of the sales order, and there's this pattern called navigational queries. You can navigate uh, from the custom order to the customer that you know actually uh, uh, the order that does belong to. Um, so that's basically one of the benefit why we want to represent um, a, a data as connected rather as uh, separate endpoints.
0: Okay, that makes it really easier to understand. And how are these business data graph created? Do they reflect the specifics in customer landscapes, for example, custom extensions?
1: Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, so the business data graph is configured by the customer key users who mostly are in charge of the data landscapes. So this gives them control in terms, you know, what kind of data from which kind of systems they want to expose. You you do want to group those coherently set of data together. Right now, this configuration step is in itself is very straightforward. You know, basically the key user need to describe what we call a landscape. Uh, by telling graph which are the data sources they want to be connected you know this is the consideration you think about you know i want to basically expose certain data for external accesses and you can actually control that and then graph will basically automatically discover all the metadata entities in the data sources provide the key users consolidate them connect them and enrich them so that it will form a business data graph that is if uh, Effective only for that particular landscape, nothing more, nothing less, right? And these will of course also include the all the extensions and specifics of that landscape. So it's not a standard thing, it's actually you know your data graph and not no one else.
0: And what are the main types of data sources to use in SAP graph?
1: So today SAP Graph supports all some major SAP data sources, including S4HANA uh, Cloud, S4HANA on-premise, the success factor, as well as SAP Sales Cloud. These are native connected data sources, and uh, uh, with that source, it provides you to over 1,400 business entity in these systems already. Uh, we also support uh, SAP, ECC systems, these are supposed case by cases because every ECC system is different, right? Um, There's also possibility to connect third-party data sources to graph. These are not offered as a standard kind of graph, and uh, as long as those data sources support uh, all data standard.
0: And for which purpose can our customers use SAP Graph? What would you say? What are the main target groups and what are the benefits for them?
1: When I was working customer projects, and I, I work across different industries, one of the things I always noticed is that you always have to really negotiate with all the system administrators, you know, to get access of data, and I think that is a friction. What I call a friction between. The two parties of a data strategy in the enterprise—you know—the the, the party who are the ones who manage the data and control the systems, and the party who you know want to access the data and create value and innovations out of it. One side want control and stability, and the other side want you know fast innovation and you know access data in a friendly way. And these interests are not addressed properly today because if you are having to talk to each system administrators, then it is Tyson as well as for the system administrator to have to care for all the sort of consumer uh, requirements individually. And, and I can imagine that it's not very uh, useful. And I think that's just what sweet spot the customer can use SAP Graph. Um, architecturally, it acts a scalable middleware and it provides a shared context where you can enter the interface between these two parties, the data providers and the data consumers can be mediated and managed in a trust manner. So we talk about the key user, they want control, they actually have control. They can config the graph uh, business data graph by saying what system is part of it, which data you want to expose. Right. And then Graph will take that and expose a very friendly interface which called a graph of, uh, a business data graph. Um, and that is exposed to the data consumers so that they see only data and they, they are not aware of the underlying landscapes. And the trust relationship is through the security concepts of this SAP graph, which you were basically exposing it in a controlled manner, and you have a confidence and understanding who's accessing what and the user is happy as well.
0: I can see very useful and a lot of benefits. Uh, Daniel, what is an exemplary use case in which SAP Graph can help to solve a customer's or partner's challenge?
1: Well, I think the SAP Graph you know, effective in the API. So you can build all kind of uh, applications with it, from simple tasks performed by a business user, complex extensions that extends the SAP data with its own persistence. But in all of these cases, SAP Graph provides a difference. It makes the cost and complexity of building these application lower. It reduces the cost. And two. the the, the applications that created using SSGraph, because it is decoupled from the underlying landscapes, it's more portable and reusable, which makes it possible that HANA can develop an application and can be applicable to different customer landscapes. And it has made it also easier for the customer to adopt ecosystem solutions, extensions into their own landscape. Another uh, thing that is important is that we are talking about no longer extending specific solutions of SAP while talking about extending SAP data. Now, there's a difference here. You could also say that your extensions now basically apply to the SAP domain, And it's not limited to which applications implement in that domain.
0: And as this podcast is the SAP integration and extension talk, we always want to know from our interview guests how the solution is technically integrated into the overall SAP business technology platform. So integration, extension services use, et cetera. Um, So let's dive deeper into this topic.
1: So technically, SAP Graph itself a fully managed cloud services built on BTP. It means that it actually uses all the foundation services on BTP, including handling security, the account and tenant model, and connectivity handling, and so on. It's all a platform capability that provide by the platform. This is important because it means that to integrate with other BTP business services, which are also built on the same foundation. They will have the same account and tenant model. You don't have to create separate connectivity to your systems, the security and the authorization, authentication, everything is consistent. There you have basically a good foundation to provide a coherent user experience using different services. And this includes, of course, the integration extension services on the BTP. The connection I think is a graph and the BTP extension and integration services has, it goes much beyond these technical aspects. For example, the SAP graph relies on the f- basis or the fact that the systems that exposed in the landscape together are a logical set, coherent in terms of data, and they are integrated and connected. Now that's what the integration slips with plays role connect and integrate a set of systems and integrates the business process across the systems so that the data is consistent. And that is a dependency or they play together uh, between the SAP Graph and integration suite. If you think about it, the solution we provide is also an integration solution, right? So if SAP Graph is integrated, I have a knowledge about how the data is integrated underlying and this is the knowledge the integration suite have. Uh, then it can largely automate a lot of processes trying to uh, create integrated data graph out of that knowledge, right? So there's a, a, a great potential to actually work together. And I think really the, the key user experience, you know, integrated system exposing them as an integrated data graph uh, should be actually a, a single experience for the key users. And that's the connection I think between the graph and the integration suite. As for SAP Graph and uh, the extension suite, Now, extension suite for those who don't know is about providing toolings and developer experience on top of it. And that's what we also in the early on in this in podcast talk about SAP Graph is also about making the developers life easier and present a, a very good sort of a data uh, a centric kind of view about accessing them. So. SAP Graph completes really well with the, you know, extension suite kind of a, a mission a vision. and vision. And in particular, I would mention the low code, no code effort we have on the BTP. We actually have a t- talking uh, with the colleagues about exposing natively the SAP Graph so that the users or developers using the extension suite would have the possibility to discover all the metadata across the entire landscape of systems and have the easiness and intuitiveness of the graph model.
0: And what would also be interesting to know is in which way are SAP API Business Hub and SAP Graph connected?
1: Yeah, so the SAP API Business Hub is the central catalog of the all SAP APIs. Right, so you you will find the uh, you know the APIs of uh, of S four Concur, successfactor Sales Cloud, and everything, right? And it contains all the specifications. Let me say the documentations of these APIs. Now, Graph is also an API, so therefore the Graph documentation of the API will also be showing up in the SAP uh, Business Hub. But that is more about that, right? So it's about basically a centralized documentation side and we will also be part of it. That's the only connection I think we have.
0: Definitely makes sense to integrate it there. And which security options are installed within SAP Graph?
1: For a client application to communicate with SAP Graph, it must present a valid access token. And this follows the standard OAUTH 2.0 protocols. And it does so by uh, communicating with uh, a security services called authentication, the process called authentication. There are different types of flows that you can implement and an SAP Graph supports two of them. One is called user authentication. If you are building an application that extra user is logging on and then you can use the user authentic- authenticing options. The other one is called client authentication. If a user is not directly interacting with the backend systems, but interacting a client, and that client is actually on behalf of the user communicating with the backend, then that client would need to present the auth, auth token. And that option is called client authentication.
0: And I have often heard the term SAP Graph Navigator. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yes, so the navigator is the documentation of the SAP graph model or the business data graph. Um, It shows you the examples. It has also the trial options. And today it contains information about more than 1,400 entities uh, that you can access via the SAP graph it is called a navigator because the documentation page of the entities, these are the specifications are also connected. So you can actually navigate the documentation as if you are navigating a map or something like that. So this is uh, the, the documentation we talk about, the, you know, the SAP API Business Hub is the central catalog of the SAP API documentation, that's why the navigator will also be the Uh, embedded in the SAP API Business Hub, and and that's the documentation uh, for uh, SAP Graph.
0: Okay, very helpful. And how can people get started with SAP Graph? Are there any tutorials or things they can use?
1: We just talked about the Navigator and I think that actually is one of the places you can get started because you can not only see the metadata or specifications, the model, but also you can see data examples. You can also try out with the sandbox systems, right? So if you are a developer and just want to try out the APIs and see how it behaves, that's the place you can get started. Uh, Recently, we also offers the Postman collections, so you can download and and then start to basically play with the APIs in your own uh, Postman tool. Um, They are also. A number of good uh, uh, tutorials. Uh, The first is the one that we publish. It's written by our own engineers and published on the SAP Graph community at blogs.sap.com. It is a multi-part tutorial, so will take you through the entire journey of configuring the SAP Graph and building applications with it. Um, so, And you can follow it step by step. And it has an information map, you know, and it shows which part, you know, if I are interested, only the part that you are developer-related. Or if you're a key user, then you can follow those episodes that is marked as key user relevant. There's another video tutorial that I would highly rec- recommend is the SAP HANA Academy recently published. It's by Philip Muggestone. And it's a series of hands-on video tutorials that take you through the journey how to basically config SAP Graph on the BTP and uh, start to basically using it. So I would uh, highly recommend it. It's a YouTube channel that you can follow.
0: Yeah. And I will, of course, put all the relevant links into the show notes for this. Um, there is also an early adopter program. What is this and how can people join this program?
1: Yeah, so this is an SAP wide program that specializes to be for early adopter products like us. We are at the moment in an early adopter release. And what it gives you is actually a very direct access to the engineering or product team. Right? So if you join the early adopter care program of SAP Graph, we will make sure that our engineers and product team will accompany you the entire journey of uh, adopting and using and getting started with SAP graph this means that you know our engineers work side by side with you and support you with your specific use cases at the same time this is also important for us because we want want to learn as an early you know product learn from the customer experience and get feedback and improve our product and your feedbacks as an early adapter will be looped into our backlog in the timing and product. To sign up, uh, we will put a link so you can go to the campaign page um, or you could also always drop us an email and we'll take you from there.
0: So can you please elaborate more on the process, how you onboard these early adopters to get started with SAP Graph? Yes.
1: So if you'll sign up as an early adopter, we'll start typically what we call a use case discovery workshop to understand what you intended to use Graph for, right? and So typically we'll discuss uh, cases you want to build an extension app and extend SAP. And here again, I think uh, I want to mention that the, the navigator is a great tool to understand and validate your data requirements of those use cases. And then we'll also start to gather your specific landscape informations and uh, work with you by setting up the BTP and the graph, uh, uh, business data graph on BTP. And the next step is to uh, implement the use cases. And yeah, that's the uh, general process, three steps, I would say.
0: Great. And you already talked a bit about that, but uh, what are other useful resources to dive deeper into this solution and to really always stay up to date with this topic? We
1: have a comprehensive product page. So if you just go to the site called graph.sap, then you will give the latest updates and will take you also to the navigators and to the product information pages and then the help .sap.com documentation site, and there are comprehensive uh, uh, tutorials as well as uh, uh, menus about you know how to config and develop with SAP Graph. We also have a community page, which gives you all the updates about what's new, what's upcoming, tutorials and talks we have, interaction with customers, and so those are great places to get started. If you all really want just one place, then I would recommend that you go to the graph.sap website. And from there, you can reach more or less every uh, different materials you need.
0: Yeah, we definitely have to include this. And Daniel, you have now talked a lot about this solution, and we, we, have a lot of great insights now, but what do you think? What is your way forward with SAP Graph and what are the next steps? Can you maybe give us a future outlook?
1: One of the focus as a next step, and I I think we will be starting uh, this year very soon, is to deepen our collaboration and integration with SAP Integration Suite and the extension capabilities on the platform. We talk about how rel- relevant these uh, solutions are and they really belong to uh, a single experience for our, our customers. Uh, we are already discussing a, a commercial and technical integration, a deep integration of a SAP Graph into the SAP integration suite. And that's what we will immediately focus on in this quarter starting. Um, There are a lot of opportunities there. We want to leverage the connectivity there. We want to leverage the integration content there. We want to also leverage the user uh, tools in the integration suite so that the key users have a single experience. There are also opportunities for us to form a very strong and comprehensive API management offerings together with the existing API management offerings and SAP Graph. And we were looking at uh, different options there.
0: Great. So a lot planned and a great journey, I think. And this next question has really nothing to do with the solution itself. But we always want to ask our podcast guests this last question in the end. Can you personally recommend a tech-related book or even movie or podcast to our listeners? And if you have any recommendation in mind, why do you think it's great to share? Um, I'm asking this because our audience is always interested in tech content and looking for continuous education.
1: Um, I used to listen to these uh, podcasts hosted by Tobias Macy, um, the Data Engineering Podcast. It runs every week, I think. Um, I like the diverse format, startups or, you know, uh, people coming in to talk about their new offerings, new solutions. But We also have uh, people coming in to talk about new use cases and uh, experience applying new solutions, uh, also driving changes in, in data teams and projects. So this is actually quite a diverse topic you can live there. And also it's not really just about technology. You know, there are people and, and, and team aspects, uh, which belongs also to every uh, project, I think.
0: That's cool. I have to share this. Is it available on all podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify and so on?
1: Yes. Um, so I listen to it uh, uh, through Spotify, um, but I believe they also available in all other usual places you get your podcast.
0: So um, now, Daniel, uh, we're coming to an end. So uh, thank you very much for being my podcast guest today and for sharing all of this great and valuable insights. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, do you have any closing words from your side, anything you want to share with the audience?
1: Yes, um, thank you. Uh, first of all, I think uh, I really enjoy this, and uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I do want to s- mention that um, you know because I'm also quite a technical driven that we are uh, from the engineering side. We're expecting to announce additional support, a new support for GraphQL and um, a custom or user defined virtual entities in Graph. This will open up entire new paradigm for Graph and to be useful for our customers. I just want to add that. And, um, yeah, I hope that uh, this was useful and uh, look forward to hearing from you.
0: Yeah, sure. And, of course, I will add all the related links uh, to SAP Graph in the podcast show notes for more information. And, yeah, thank you, Daniel. And I'm excited to see what happens next with SAP Graph. It's a great solution. And maybe we will hear each other again in another podcast episode at a later time. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our monthly SAP integration and extension talk. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take away a lot of interesting information and key learnings. You like our podcast? Then just subscribe to it on the platform of your choice and you won't miss any new episode in the future. We would be happy if you would leave us a rating on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast or Spotify and share the SAP Integration and Extension talk with your colleagues, customers and partners. If you are interested to learn more about the SAP Integration Suite and SAP Extension Suite, please visit our product homepage and subscribe to our monthly newsletter or follow us on social media. You can find all links in our podcast show notes. This SAP integration and extension talk is powered by OpenSAP, SAP's free learning platform. Check out our extensive and great learning offerings there. Thank you and see you next time.